Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, Gothamites, and thank you for joining us here for AfterBuzz TV's coverage of Gotham Season 3, Episode 13, Smile Like You Mean It. Jerome's face is off, and Selena just got hustled for $200,000. All that and more next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This is a weird song. Like, it's the title song, but also it doesn't... No, I like this. Like no, this? this is perfect. Okay, all right. Just everyone just, gonna... just smile like you're actually here and, and care. That's what that song means. So, hello, and thank you for joining us here for Gotham. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N, but I am not alone. Hey, guys, I'm Joel Monique. Uh, you can find me all over the internet, at Joel Monique, and every week at BlackWellNerds.com, and I'm so excited to be with you here today, because this is my favorite episode of Gotham, since since Mad Hatter went on hiatus This briefly. is definitely my favorite episode of Gotham this season. It It's it's pretty great. Like, I I have been allowed uh, a hater of Jerome. Please don't come for me, Chad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I haven't really I haven't really liked what they've been doing. I love the Joker. He's my favorite character, and I like the mystery. And when they give him a backstory, I'm like, I don't appreciate this backstory. And, also, and then today, <laughs> today, he stepped out from the dead, and he was new, and he was amazing. No, I like it. I like everything about it. It was so good. And I liked, there was a moment where we weren't even sure if we were going to get Jerome. Yes. Where it's like, oh, it's just gonna be Dwight with a human face. We're just that's which is badass enough, by like, the way. That is. It, that it if, was Jer- awesome. if Jerome stayed dead, and it was just Dwight, I would be like, I'm okay with this. Yes, but then he came back, and I was like, well, thank you, writers. I really appreciate this gift. <laughs> but this episode was lit. The chat is lit about this episode. Lit. Hi guys, how are we doing today? It's exciting um, to have you all here. Let's talk about Selena Kyle. <sighs> my baby girl, my poor, my little heart. I just how. How dare you? I feel like everyone deserves like a thorough tongue lashing at this, like the disrespect <laughs> that happened to Selena after she'd been down to ride for everybody since the beginning. Like, how? let's just start with her mother. Let's mm-hmm. just, can we just start there? I can't say certain words on here, so I, I have I mean, to really think. Can, can I? You can. The, you probably just you shouldn't. Bitch! <laughs> I'll just say it. You get one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Booth. Thank you. This is. Some dumb, like two hundred grand. Like you, you came back, made her feel loved, made her feel like like she had someone in this world, and you took it away for two hundred grand. Like I just, what the, you, mm-hmm. cold hard. Like I really hope we see her again, and I hope Selena just like murder is heavy, but I hope she gets a thorough beating. I was pretty sure she was like. In a much darker version of this show, <laughs> she would have literally, like, the Showtime version of Gotham. Yes. She literally would have slit Cole's throat in that scene. Like, when yeah, he, when she had a knife to his throat, she would have literally, like, the Showtime version where she's already and 23. I wish she had, like, look, I like our young Selena. Like, she's sweet and precious, and she's a child, but I also feel like Selena in a lot of the comic book universes 
doesn't really have a problem with killing. Like, she doesn't kill willy-nilly. She's not a mass murderer. But, mm-hmm. you know, you step in girlfriend's way, she will kill you. She doesn't have oh, a problem yeah. with it. And I really want to start seeing that murderous... I want to start seeing those fractions and divisions that make Bruce and um, Selena's relationship so challenging to maintain. Like, I would have liked it if she killed him. Me too, but that would have had to have so much weight in this world. This that would have been the first life she took, whereas the berm we're getting is... Very much on par with that well-acted scene where Bruce was hitting the heavy bag and she came in and was like, did you know? And he's like, yeah. Here's the thing, guys. If you have some news that you think will be hurtful, just share it anyway, because what's more hurtful is not having a choice in your own life. And for Selena not to be able to make a decision about how she wanted to handle her mom, I think that's going to haunt her until she can get some kind can of we, revenge or leverage. Can we do the flip side? She, Her mom comes back. All of a sudden, somebody's out for money. Mm. Alfred and Bruce both know, oh, she's just trying to hustle us. We got money, whatever. If they told her that, how would she react to them? After she had felt loved. She would have been hurt. She might have yelled. It would have been difficult for them. But that good friendship can be difficult at times. And I think that when you, like, I feel like as much as she would have ranted and raved, Mm -hmm. Eventually, she would have found out the truth because Selena's coming and she would have figured it out. She would have had questions. She always asked the follow-up question. And I think she would have come back humbled and been mm-hmm. like, you know, thank you. So in the moment, it would have been hard. I think long-term, much better for the friendship. Yeah. But I also think, um, well, actually, no, this was terrible for the friendship. This is great <laughs> for her to become Catwoman and him to become this Batman. Is. This was them to become adversaries. Yeah, I did just ask for some division in their relationship. <laughs> you did, no, like, this was it. Bing, right there. That's absolutely and it. And then in that scene where she literally tried to, like, strike him. And he just avoided the punches, and she said, fight me. And he's like, nope. She was like, fight me or not. And he was like, nah. This is like classic Bruce and Selena stuff, which again, and I say every week, these are my favorite people (laughs) on the show. Like, everybody else is really cool and has these great storylines, but these kids are going to grow up to be characters I love. And getting to see early development that actually resonates with me. Like, we we get Bruce late teens. We get Bruce right after the murder. But all that time in between is so rarely written about mm-hmm. in canon form. So to see this moment, which, you know, it's probably just for most people headcanon. It's definitely its own universe. But it's exciting to see, like, Bruce boxing, like, <laughs> early with Alfred. And now here to be, like, having this friend who's teaching him so much about what he wants to do. But also just cannot, they can't be on the same page because they're not from the same world. And that's yeah. really fascinating. Although... What I do find interesting is Selena clearly doesn't care about that money, and she's clearly, like, outwardly rejected Bruce's help multiple times. Mm. But even in Gotham, yeah, 200K to somebody like Selena, she could live like a queen for the rest of her life. Yes, she could. Like, and I'm happy... Because she would spin it and make it into more money. And I'm happy that they didn't make it that petty. That it, w- that it wasn't about the money for her, either. Sure, yeah. That no, she was absolutely. literally, like... The the fact that there's just money. She's like, whatever. I like yeah. trying to be my own person. I understand that that's more important. I feel like she's been on her own and like capable of taking care of herself. That money is probably one of those things that is just like the last. Thought. Even because even when uh, Ivy steals the necklace before they find out it's a key, she's like, why would you even take that? Like, yeah, put like, it back. That's, that's so petty. Like, is we it- can't even sell this, you idiot. Like, <laughs> No. So I feel like she she just needs enough to survive. And that's all yeah. a Catwoman ever seems to want to me. Yeah. And she likes to go to just rich parties and pickpocket. It's easier and they don't need the money. They're not going to miss it. Which is it, the me that doesn't understand this at all. That I think that's the worst place to pickpocket. Because those are actually the people that are the hardest to separate from their money. 
those people do count their money. They like it a exactly. lot, like and that's, they want all of it. That, like, the, an actual, a good actual mark, mm-hmm. if you're trying to steal, if you're trying to hustle, then those are the right people. Right. Like, the Waynes of the world are the perfect people of, like, well, money versus life, whatever, yeah, yeah, whereas... Yeah. Whereas if you're really if you're trying to pickpocket and steal, you should go after people who aren't counting their money very mm. tightly. So the higher the higher end you go, the more like you the more likely you are to have people who value that so much that so, it's literally definitely not nah, where my money though. <laughs> Nicholas Kelly says, uh, "I'm with Mariah. I want Catwoman to learn from Talia." Now this brings up an interesting mm. subject to me because as we talk about their relationship fracturing, and it's clear we're getting we're winding up toward another hiatus. Quickly and unfortunately, uh, just learned about this. Yeah, yes. we have one one episode next week, and then we're on hiatus until April. I wonder if this pushes her further away from Bruce and closer to someone else. And it would be really great if we could get like a Talia Al Ghul in the series. Uh, I really appreciate what she should, but she would have to be younger. Like she would be maybe a little bit older than Catwoman, or right um, around the same age. Depending on the depending on the world, she would about be about the same age because yeah. Talia Al Ghul in certain incarnations, including The Dark Knight Rises, would be. Like Bruce's, Bruce's age, Bruce's age, uh, Selena Kyle's age—that it wouldn't be. So it would be interesting, even to see them learn from each other, uh, especially now that they've aged up Poison Ivy. Like seeing them together is still fun, and I do think that this Ivy and Catwoman have a little more chemistry uh, than the previous mm. girl who's playing uh, Ivy. So it, it would be interesting to see a third girl that just kicks total ass come in there <laughs> and be like, "So now we're a trio, and we're basically Gotham Sirens, and we're awesome." I could get da- I could get down with that. Like the negative Gotham Sirens. I love it, yes. I could get or even if they were the positive Gotham Sirens. Because cool they're too. young and this is Gotham. It's true. Also Sky Patterson in the chat, I believe he's brought this up before that the timeline wise, mm. you could argue that this was the mid nineties to early two thousands. Interesting. DC Earth, but not Earth One. We do see a lot of flip phones, so this I, makes sense to me. I a lot of what I've read about the set design is they want this to feel like a more timeless place that cell phones exist and technology exists mm-hmm. when it's pertinent but otherwise it's a very timeless yeah like, there are a lot of tube tvs like all the tvs seem to be in some SD of the cars are more classic that, cars and the city definitely has that like noir feel mm-hmm. to it the miniature they've set up is if, definitely like run on trains and all this other stuff if in the future they wanted it i think what they're doing is they want it to look cool and timeless and mm-hmm. very unique and stylized however if n- they do make a deal and next season they want the arrow to show up they want the flash to show up and include this into the Arrowverse, that's how you would do it. Say that this is Earth 4. For those listeners not watching on YouTube, my whole face just lit up because it's my whole dream to see Supergirl and Bruce, like, team up because I think their personalities are so different. Uh, by the way, I'm recklessly speculating. That's not No, on, no, no, there's no, there's just not news That's not. That's, that's on no one's table. This is just the exciting aspects of things that may, could possibly, future, please let happen because we're fans but, and we love these things. But that that's, when you have the beauty of the Flash in the DC universe in general is you can have a show like this. That if you wanted to cross over, oh, it's Earth 4. It's Earth 5. It's Earth 500. It's like, so easy. Because it's the multiverse. Yeah. Under the multiverse, it's like, well, no, one exists where the penguin's this age, and then it's this, and then it's that, and it's... But they would have to go back in time. That would be the big, important part. Yes. Actually, not necessarily. I mean, because if you're Legends, telling me, if you're, it can be like... If you're telling me there's infinite Earths, mm-hmm. you're telling me there's an Earth that could exist in 2017... That looks like the 90s. That looks like the 90s. That's just where their tech is. Yeah. Also, I believe we've seen some... We've seen some that... um, Not Arrow Industries. um, The Queen Industries. The Queen Industries does exist in this world in some 
tiny way. Yeah. But not, let's get it, let's narrow it back down like this show does so expertly. Because, once again, there's nothing on the table for that to ever actually happen. No, no, no. It's, but you could, you could easily have a crossover detective mm, episode. You could, quick. but the other four shows, the other four shows that are on air are the same producer and this one. Yeah, it's totally different. The same producer, same network, and then it's this one that's completely separate. I'm all for it, though. Yeah. It's, the door will always be open, because you could just, nope, Earth 5. Hop, skip over. (laughs) Earth 5, we're good. (laughs) Do you know who's not good? What's not good? Penguin. Again, my poor baby. That dude had a bad interview. I, he, he had a terrible interview. He, He, it's so fast to falling Gotham. Like, he rose so quick. People were like, yes, this guy will protect us. He knows about the Well, he devalued the press. Yeah, that's not Which good. is weird. Like to be fair, the press in Gotham has never been historically incredible. <laughs> Just Vicky Vale, that's it. But like you do, you should value the press. Yes, that you should value that this city has a fourth estate that can prop you up and put you down. Sure, you should also maybe not tell the people that voted for you that you don't care about them and they mean nothing. That's that's not a hot yeah, that's, look. But I mean, if that's what's truly on his mind, shame on them. Shame on them for voting on, voting for him ever. I mean, yes, yes. Put the blame where it's due. <laughs> like, let's put the blame on the on these voters. Yes. Let's be fair. A you lot voted of, for Penguin, a known criminal. To be fair, these are also the, like, we don't have a percent, but it seems to me like <laughs> at least 20% of this population believes in and follows the Maniacs gang. This is also true. <laughs> that, but if we're really getting down to it, I wonder, I wonder how, if he got those people out to vote. That's what I'm really... Wow. Did he, so he's just busting from like the maniacs. Did and, Penguin? What was the maniacs' vote for the is, for the Penguin? Is that what he is that what won him this election? I'm pretty sure it had to be. That's what, at least that's what put him over the top. He convinced <laughs> like some low level cronies. Like there was some some that politician guy that he ran against. I forgot what the mayor's name was before. Mm. Uh, yeah, but that guy had like you know adversaries, and they're like, we're gonna show this guy, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Penguin's mayor, and people can't believe it. Um. Yeah, I I feel bad for Penguin because look, he did kill that woman, and that's sad. She she really didn't do anything. She was just she's. Just but he was out. innocent up until killing that woman. Like he's the Shh, penguin. He's I don't been... care. I love the penguin. I don't <laughs> care what he's done. Like I really don't care that he killed her. I should, but I don't. And I'm really mad at Edward right now, and I feel conflict. I wanted. Okay, I know. I'm like the one percent of people who are like, please let Edward and Penguin happen. Like let them be a couple. I know. I know because I ship everybody. I can't help it. This is not. I this see is, all the relationships. I know I was just talking about Arrow, but this is not Arrow. <laughs> Make it This happen. is like the exact opposite of a ship war, give this me, show. Give me adorable, cute, queer this relationships. Is, this is how how soon can we tease a ship and then tear them apart <laughs> ruthlessly. That's what this show is. Get on board. It, it, you want to get on a board? If you want to get on board a ship, that's the ship. <laughs> a ship that will never happen. They're together for an episode, and then they get pried apart. All ships sink on Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was a little distraught, and then to see him get so like yanked around by the chain throughout this whole episode of like showing up to the club and being like, "Where I called the families and, and no one's here," and then to get the call from Edward and he's just so upset. He's like, "I will do anything we have to." Like he's he's hurting, and I want it to stop. I love him, and I just want him to have whatever makes him happy. Like he was mayor, he had his boy, he had all the power. And I think we're going to see Penguin have nothing again, which bothers me a little. But also I'm excited to see Barbara on top because Barbara has been blossoming for like the past two and a half seasons, mm-hmm. really, has come into her own. And to see her in a place of power would be really exciting. I would love to see her completely run the underworld 
and then realize everything. Like how difficult it is, and like, how like, a, how difficult it is, and B that like there's an underworld, and the underworld doesn't actually run Gotham. Oh, you know that's true. When she meets the court of yeah, like, the court, court of owls, owls will destroy and... Barbara. Like she is not prepared for that. She's charming and she's good at. She would not do well. Yeah. She's good at plays. Like she's good at like short at the short play, but the long she's a sprinter. That's yeah, a Barbara. She's a Barbara's sprinter. a sprinter. She is good at getting to where she needs to be in that moment and then getting to the next place. But a long distance, like long hailed run, yeah, that ain't in her future. I think she's a planning sprinter. That like mm. she, she she has this. I think Tabitha's more the just the straight up sprinter. What's That's in front her. of yeah, yeah. what's in front of me? Where she she acts very quickly and it feels like. It feels irrational, and then when she explains it, you're like, oh, you've been thinking about this for six months. And the other thing is she might be able to cozy up to our lead owl lady, whose name I can't remember. Sorry, chat. Mm. Uh, she she's, might be able to be charming and obedient, obedient enough. Like, she's good at making herself uh, useful to the right people. And so maybe she could get on the owl's good side and be like, look, I'm not going to cause you any trouble. I just want to be in charge. Like, what you say goes. Mm. I could see that maybe working out. I could buy that. Um... We'll get into that in predictions, but okay. I it looks like it's about to go down. It Penguin sure Nigma. is. Penguin Nigma in the dark. I mean, all of Gotham kind of literally in the dark, <laughs> thanks to Jerome. It's not a... It's. I mean, the chat has mentioned a couple of times how quickly Jerome just came in. It was like, destruction! Uh, and it's it's kind of great, because uh, it's exactly what the Joker should do. I, yep. I, I've had so many issues with the Joker's portrayals in the past, and so to see this, which is prime Joker material for me, yep. just coming out of nowhere... Disrupting everything and then laughing and causing chaos and running away. It's beautiful. But do you want to know what makes this Joker so strong? What? He's not the Joker. <laughs> He's just okay. Jerome. That yeah, they don't. And I think they I disagree. The, he is. I know factually but, that he is. No, but, but I'm no. saying on a creative level, yeah. they don't actually have to live up to Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger or any or the Killing Joke or I any comics. They, why? Why do you feel they don't have to? Because it's Jerome and it's Gotham. They don't okay. have to. That, <laughs> Hashtag it's Gotham again. But but within a more freeing sense, sure. th- this show for three seasons has created a sandbox where the creators literally get to do whatever they want. Mm. If Penguin turned into the Joker... Which was a fan theory for a long time. It was a very long fan theory. If they did it, I would have trust these showrunners and these creators to do it in a way where we'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Okay, it's, all right. It's the... I have to say that I, I was one of those people who was like all through seasons one and most season two I was like, this show is crap. Why am I still here? What is hooking me in? And you know, you're right. It is this idea that like, look, they're familiar enough characters and it's fun to see like, you just never know what's going to happen next and it's mm-hmm. kind of exciting. So yeah, I, I guess I could follow you down that path and that this is Jerome and literally anything could happen. But I, I do, I do really appreciate that they picked quintessential Joker stories. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not saying they abandoned ship, yeah. but I am saying they had a lot more freedom that if if Jerome doesn't turn out to be the greatest Joker ever, mm. which is the which is the weight people like Jared Leto had to face of this course, summer, of course, then they can be like, well, it's Jerome, it's Gotham, whatever. That's similar true. To, a lot of people say you know, it doesn't count. Similar to like similar to Freeze, similar to a lot of the similar to the Catwoman that we're seeing mm-hmm. now, like similar to a lot of stuff we're seeing that it's the no, we're doing our own thing. Is he is he a compelling character? Cool. This if is he true. isn't, then it's Gotham. Yeah, I've, I've always been impressed with the actor playing Jerome. Like, his laugh is on oh, point. Oh, no, this guy is amazing. He he brings uh, a good amount of terror to the show. Um, and so now I'm just finally glad that they have a story that is so to his standards. 
Uh, the whole people were mentioning earlier in the chat that stapling the face on really disturbed them. This was my favorite oh, part. I love this. It's so gruesome and gross. Everything. I do wish we could have had a little more of the stretch that we're used to, uh-huh. with the skin pulling back. But I understand, you know, makeup budgets are tight, um, and that would have cost a lot. It would have taken a long time to do. You got to pay the actor more. Um, so what they did do, I thought, was really ingenious, just to do very tight staples mm-hmm. and then cuts around the yep. eyes. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this was never a Jerome or sorry, a Joker. A Joker that has no face that puts his face back, staples his face on. That's oh no, that happened. Okay, that did that happen. happened very okay. very recently in um, Death of the Family. So there's uh, okay. Death in the Family and then Death of the Family, which are very close and makes it very challenging for comics mm-hmm. readers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's almost this exact same storyline. Joker okay, dies. Uh, dies, we believe. We don't mm-hmm. really see it. His body is kept in a thing. He cuts off his face in like a mad craze, though. Joker okay. cuts his own fade off, face off. He is killed. He goes into the drawer. One day, he's not in the drawer. Okay, well, we still have his face. And then his face disappears. And then the Joker's back, and he connects it, though, with belt buckles. So it's literally oh, wow. hooked through the skin of the face and through the muscle flesh, and then, like, strapped around the back and then hooked on the other side. So the face is pulled back and super stretched and you can see the underlying face muscles peer underneath like around the eyes the chin and the top of the head so when he talks it's like the skin is flapping off his face it's so cool we got a lot of that with gauze today before he actually did Mm -hmm. that we got a lot of just like flesh under gauze Yes, but yes, his yes. teeth were still perfect. And that's one of the, the more famous images from that line, is mm-hmm. it's just the Joker smiling and all these really perfect pearly whites and those sharp canines, and then his eyes, and then just a little bit of the pale black skin. And it was so cool to see it done live action. It was really exciting. I need to read this then. Oh, then it's good. I'm on a plane tomorrow. I'll, I'll make time. Do it. Um, We're there. Yes. Dwight. <sighs> Dwight and Maniac's cult. Oh, Dwight. I just feel like you created your own weapon. You 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 uh, uh, guillotined yourself. Yep. Uh, for those of you who don't know, guillotine created the guillotine, and then they used it on him because he thought they thought he was crazy, yep. and that this was an evil machine. Um, <laughs> he did the same thing. He was like, "I'll bring back the Joker, in, and we'll live up to that legacy." And then he brought the Joker back, and he had to blow you up. Uh, unfortunate, but also again, just dope. Just so cool for him to be like, oh, I'm not even mad. Like, why would it be? Oh, that face thing? I don't forgive you. Like, that's just so pure quintessential Joker to me. And it makes me excited because if the, I mean, we don't know how long the show's going to run. But if it runs to the long enough point where they're like, okay, we're retiring Jerome. And we're going to see one pure supreme Joker, like, rise out of it. First of all, the casting for that will be insane. But second of all, that pre-setup, which I've never liked the idea of there being a Joker army before there's a Joker. Now I kind of dig it because there's this, it makes the, like, in this universe, it makes the one true Joker, like, supreme ultimate. Like, he's got to rise above all the crazy and then control it, too. Like, it's, Joker's always been organized chaos. Yeah. So to see that, man, if they can pull it off, that would be really dope. Totally uh, Jared Leto again. Okay, (laughs) don't do this to my heart. I can't. (laughs) Did you see, for a tidbit of news, David Ayer said today that he wished that uh, the Joker had been the main villain in Suicide Squad, and duh. I had to think about it for a long time, and I'm like, one, duh, but two, I don't know if this was solved your problem, like. I mean, you either want to do a Suicide Squad movie, or you want to do a movie with Joker as the main villain without Batman. I would watch either movie. Mm. What I watched was Suicide Squad, which was both. Yeah. But... To bring it back. Yes. Dwight puts on the face. Yes. Well, tears off the face, puts on the face. Yes. Is unable to revive Jerome. 
The walls are closing in. There's a mole within the GCPD. And he puts on the face and he convinces the maniacs that were they he Spartacuses them essentially. Yes, that he I'm totally Jerome, does Spartacus. I'm them. Jerome, you're Jerome, we're all Jerome. His spirit lives in us. Totally. So he didn't think Jerome was actually coming. Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> he didn't think Jerome was coming back. No. That was not a thing. Oh man. What well, okay, first of all, I like that his initial plan was like, shoot, I couldn't wake him up. Take his face. It's fine. If they can see his face, then he lives. Improvise. Great. Uh, gross. And much more psychotic than Dwight than I thought ever before. Like, just looking at this character, like, he, so far, he's just kind of done this weird, like, speakeasy moment of, like, <laughs> collar pop, like, Jerome is everything. <laughs> follow Jerome. So for him to go to that, to, like, yeah, where a dead man's face is, like... Bro, okay, cool. You're really down for the cause. Also, many fans have pointed out that this actor is has played a similar role yes, in the in Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Thank you, guys. You're so smart. Um, yeah, which cool. Kudos to that guy for just staying in the Batman universe. I hope he becomes one of those actors that they're always like, you know, we got to bring that guy back. He's canon. He just always <laughs> comes back and plays a crazy dude in a Batman show. Um, <laughs> I think it would be awesome. Perfect. Uh, uh, so yeah, so so when Joker, how did it feel for you when you were like, oh my god? You're going to bring Jerome back. Like, he's he's going to live. Well, I I initially, last week, I assumed, mm -hmm. like, oh, that's definitely happening. Mm. Whereas the way it happened this week, I had a good long scene or two mm. until we get that moment in on Lee's autopsy table where his hand moves. Yeah. Like, until we got that, I honestly thought, oh, it's just going to be Dwight. Mm -hmm. And then even the me that's like spoilers and spoilers and sees what they sees the 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 preview and the, the production stills. I'm sure. still like, well, I saw production stills of Jerome with staples on his face. That could be Dwight. Dwight could get to a point where he would cut his own face off and then staple, staple Jerome's sure, face sure. onto him. And I'm like, this is brilliant that they don't even have to have Jerome, that they have the maniacs. They have Dwight. They have Dwight with Jerome's face. And I had that moment until it's like, Oh no, Jerome's alive. And I'm still just like, no, that's awesome too. Yeah, definitely. There's no part of this that doesn't play out well, but I think bringing Jerome back, especially for that finale, my God, uh -huh. what, like, again, like, I hate to just keep using the words, but it's quintessential Joker. Like, the fact that it's in a chemical plant, the fact that we have the crazy long cartoon fuse, the fact that, uh -huh. like, even, even the camera thing, which, okay. So my favorite thing about Heath Ledger's Joker is that he used snake-like uh, sensibilities mm -hmm. in his Joker. He has a lot of hissing, a lot of, like, hunched shoulders where he's, like, moving like a snake, and it's really cool. And here we see Jerome act like a zombie. Yep. He does a lot of that coughing, like, weird yeah. things. He's got kind of jerky movements, and I was like, this is my boy. Like, yes! <laughs> That's so cool. Like, way to bring another dimension and level to your performance as Jerome. And then we get, like... the tiniest little tidbits of other jokers in him and it's great so in his smile we get the jack nicholson kind of like yeah. stretched uh smile but when he's doing the whole camera talking to the public that's for sure he's ledger yes. like joker and it's so cool to get those little touches here and there i i just like what a great role for him like what a great oh that's line. i'm really happy for him that he gets to play this but like to a certain extent the stakes aren't there yeah, like well, whereas if bringing whereas, it with, whereas with Jared Leto, we can talk for we could talk a lot about Suicide Squad. I believe we have actually. Yes, we, <laughs> we have for sure. But like we, part of the problem with Jared Leto's Joker before the camera ever rolled was somebody was the Joker, right? <laughs> like 
mo- like it's kind of like a new doctor, mm. but from a but a Doctor Who for those of you who don't catch my catch my <laughs> reference, but it's kind of like getting a new doctor, but from a group of people way more harsh to that actor. Yeah, well, because the doctor gets to be a little corny. Like, it yeah. gets to be a little B-affected. And what you're looking for more is personality. And I think with the Joker, what you're looking for is a madman. And you need to believe for every second that he's on screen that he's insane. Or it doesn't really work for you. Like, at least for and me. And not Ace Ventura. Sorry. Yeah. That's my one Jared Leto Joker bash. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was we're, part we're Ace Ventura back. Pet Detective. I feel really proud of us as Batman fans for holding <laughs> back this long. Um, but it's great. But we, we've got just a few more minutes. And I know we have to talk about Lee. Uh, somebody asked a really good question. Does anybody besides me think that Lee might end up being a mob doctor to Falcone's guys, or emo Bruce puts a bullet in her. I think both, actually. Oh, I wow. think she's going to be a mob doctor mob doctor for the Falcone family. I definitely think that'll be a thing. And then emo Bruce is out there. Where is emo Bruce? Well, emo Bruce needs to come back, especially now that it's all dark. Like Or or Selena Kyle starts dating emo Bruce. Ew, gross. Please don't make that a thing. Right? I can't. My whole body will shut down. But in, it's a Gotham ship. It's not a regular ship. It she'll only be with the she'll, episodes, she'll, and if it's Lee, or if it's like Lee and Gordon, it's gonna like it'll last so long that you'll grow sick of one of the, one or both of the characters oh in God. that really in that ship, and then they get pride from each other and they're like broken people for like all summer essentially. Gotham destroys me personally. <laughs> like, I I I do I oh man, part of me thinks like. I see the trajectory of Lee's death. Like, I get it. Like, it makes sense. Like, this, these are the things that happen before a character typically dies. Like, yes. they fall out of favor. They lose someone they love. They're a little aimless. They're kind of pointless now, so we kill them. Well, but Lee to, has be, been, to be fair, none of us are like, like, I don't like Lee right now. I don't they, hate Lee. I just don't kind of know what's the happening stuff, with her. The stuff this week where she... Essentially, he brings in one suspect from the first yeah. thing, from the first thing, and that suspect should go to the hospital, but Gordon brings him into the autopsy room, and Lee is like, you shouldn't have brought him here, blah, 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 and he was like, I'm sorry, by the way, you called off the Zaz hit, thank you, is, is there anything I can do, we should really talk, blah, 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 and she was like, well, if you find Dwight, ask him how to bring Mario back, and I'm like, ew, like Why you're just you? it, you're, well, she's just in that like illogical part of grieving. She's, I feel like Lee is owed. Like Lee has been through every tragedy that a woman typically can face, except for being attacked. Which please don't do that to Lee. I, I can't take that. But like she's she's, well, she's been, been attacked. You well, mean been the other? Out. Yeah, she hasn't been sexually attacked. Yes, but she's been. Gotham uh, doesn't do that. Yes, thank you. Hasn't done that. Don't don't do, do that. Gotham, stay, stay. Good. You're doing so good so far. <laughs> um, but she's lost a baby. She. The love of her life was imprisoned and basically said, I can't be with you. Yeah. But she healed. Like, she took all of her strength together. She got herself together. She found herself a man. Now, Lee, not the best judge of character. Once again, you would clearly like men with issues. Right. But she made it work and she was married. She was she had it all. Like, she was married to this guy and he loved her. She finally let go of Jim for good. She was like, you know what? I don't even need this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then all of it yanked. Like, every time Lee gets any kind of sturdy grounding, it's just pulled away from her and now the only person that she probably wants to talk to and can be comforted by is the one who caused all of her tragedy yes it's annoying for lee to be in this position because you want you do you know eventually she's gonna forgive gordon i mean like she could like not work there though 
she or she could have like taken. But then where will she go on the show? She has to be on bereavement. the show. Like she could just she, she could, could take bereavement. She could just take bereavement. Did Gotham That's... offer bereavement, or like you're not special? This is Gotham. It happens to everyone. Or, Get back to work. I think death might be so common in Gotham that <laughs> yeah, nobody totally. gets nobody gets bereavement. So I think what are you grieved about? Like, aren't you prepared for everyone to die at any second? It's Gotham. Somebody died. It, <laughs> That ha- that's it's Wednesday. Yeah. People die. I really feel like Lee does these. It would be great if we could counterbalance this with Lee trying to get some help or Lee like alone, like just really upset about the fact that she can't get herself back together. Nah, she's gonna be a mob doctor. I mean, I'm also okay well, with maybe, her. Maybe maybe she'll have an affair with Emo Bruce. Okay, ew. <laughs> For shipping. So gross. Please. Those Ugh. are the kind of Ugh. ships that happen in Gotham. It's emo Bruce and Lee. God. <laughs> ew. Um, but also, like, I, I'm cool with seeing Lee, like, because at least then Lee has, like, power and is doing something with herself. Like, if Lee decides to just start stitching up the baddies and lying and covering things up and also leading a double life, like, still coming in to work for the police and then working, like, late night shifts cleaning up, like, <laughs> the people who committed the crimes yeah. in the first place, that would be exciting. And then she's also an additional in. Like, then she can be trading information and all yep. this other stuff. I like Lee in that position. I also like Lee in that position. Amanda Powell I, says, okay, no. I I agree. I agree <laughs> that that shouldn't happen. But I also agree that they've set up such a world where anything's possible. Okay. And that would make sense <laughs> as presented. That she's emotionally fragile and mm. he's literally a clone. Oh, this is also smart. Someone says Lee working for Ace Chemicals would be interesting. Uh, it would be fascinating, especially since she, we know she can cure a lot of these things, and maybe that if they go with the angle of like, look, we're gonna cure our what are they calling them? Because they're not mutants. The the, the people because we've seen man bat and oh, we've seen yeah. uh, like all the fishes enhanced humans. There we go. We'll go with enhanced. I, I, that's not what they call them in Gotham. But if you guys remember, you can put it in there. But I yes. mean, uh, B- Bullock would call them wackadoos, but like <laughs> enhanced. <laughs> Medical wackadoos. Yes, enhanced medical wackadoos. If she goes on and she's maybe trying to cure them of their things, and then there's that whole line of like, we're fine. Just make X-Men and Batman one thing together. I'm happy with that. That's never happening. Do it. (laughs) Make it a thing. That's, of all the ships we've (laughs) talked about, that is not the ship. Um... Are we ready for predictions? Yes, I feel my soul is ready. I'm good. (laughs) And now... Your After Buzz TV predictions. Very exciting. Uh, so, next week is the winter finale. Yes. I don't think they're calling it that. They should call it that. They should call it that. If a- April will be the spring. So, yeah. the winter finale. Um, Drum, Alive or Dead, at the end of next week. Oh, man. Alive? Or can I go missing? I'm going to go missing. I believe that we'll be like, is he dead or isn't he? Like, it'll be one of those. Like, he vanished. Um, Penguin, alive or dead? If they kill Penguin, there will be riots in the street. <laughs> Gotham will look like nothing compared to what I will do to the city if you kill Penguin. Enigma, alive or dead? Ooh, now there's an interesting question. Man, I'm going to go on a limb, not because I want it, but because I think it'd be a strong and very interesting choice if they killed Enigma. And now we know that they, they've done the comic book thing of anyone can come back anytime. Yep. We have the power. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go Enigma dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, Barbara Tabitha running the underworld. Yes, keep in but mind not Jerome. successfully. Keep in mind Jerome. Keep in mind the Maniacs gang. Keep in mind the Court of Owls. Keep in mind, um, a lot of folks in the chat are have developed a theory I'm going to jump on board with that 
Barbara, Tabitha are going to train Selena and uh, Ivy, and then they'll, as like their proteges, as their protege, as their proteges, and they'll be the the sirens. They'll okay. be the siren, the, this this version of the sirens. Man, okay, one, you guys are brilliant because that's amazing. I totally watched that show. Um, I think that's a little too neat though for Gotham standards. It's like it's a little it's a little too bow well, tight wrapped up to have them all working consistently as a group. Like everybody always has ulterior motives when they're working together. They mm-hmm. you can work together for like two episodes and then all of a sudden there are fractures within the relationship. Although I would agree with you, but Barbara and Tabitha seem. To be on one page, sure. I think, and then for now, Selena, but, always... but Selena and Ivy always seem to stay on one page, yes, relatively, but... so that if they can just, if there is a team up to be had, if only for a couple weeks, as they exist in this mm-hmm. world, that would be the one. I'm gonna push fifth wheel in here and say, but Butch complicates things. Butch if, does complicate. If Butch Tabitha says Barbara. I'm out. I think Tabitha's out too. Like she lost her hand for Butch. Like I feel like she's kind of committed to that now, mm-hmm. and that Barbara is. A comfortable place right now like she's got the club she's on the rise she's taking care of them they all get to get back at penguin who screwed over way too many people <laughs> penguin needs to make friends and fast um so so maybe i mean i'm down to see it if it happens really cool i think what's more likely is that we th- see selena go off and do her own thing and then there'll probably be the introduction to new characters for the next season mm-hmm. um it would i would love to see ivy team up with them though because ivy's in the same headspace as tabitha and um uh barbara Mm -hmm. she's got you know she's she's about the the pickpocketing slash uh you know cheesing over these rich guys she can make plants so that she i mean she can make their jobs a lot easier she could be growing plants to seduce men and then Mm -hmm. just send the ladies in like (laughs) destroy all the men uh i think that would be a really fascinating plot line um let me see what i can scrounge up uh there's a picture on my twitter this week of how i look at after buzz tv predictions i saw just, this it's just amazing a, just a crazy person on a <laughs> board full of newspaper on a wall full of newspapers and um sticky notes so i think it all goes down next week are you We've, Boulder season six of x-filing this are you giving me all the lines connecting kind of okay lay it well, on me i'm ready not all of the lines okay but i think Bruce has that totem that, mm. when shown in the correct light, will give him the map of Gotham, which I believe that map of, Go- map of Gotham would either show him high-profile Court of Owls targets Ooh. or likely the way to actually enter a, f- a Court of Owls facility. That makes sense to me. He's going to do that next week. Okay. Uh, Penguin and Nigma already have a time and a place. Mm. They're going to meet up. Nigma is going to try to kill him. They're going to have their showdown. Regardless of that showdown, Barbara and Tabitha have pretty much taken over they Gotham. They are pretty in charge. Minus the, the Court of Owls, who actually mm. runs Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerome and the Maniacs gang, which could account for a very large number of the world, of the you know of this world, they're out there. By the way, the power's out, yes, and Gordon's trying to stop everybody. Yes. Oh, Gordon. You're going to so, have... So, <laughs> that's pretty much... Also, Emo Bruce is out there. Yes. Killer Croc is out there. Um, Fish Mooney is out there. <laughs> uh, there. There are a couple other people that are just... Ivy's just out there. There are plenty of people that are just out there that I think it all kind of goes down next week. Interesting. And I think the way they're setting it up, if it happens, like, it's this epic... Hanger battle is like yes, I this hope epic so. hero and hero battle that I'm I'm predicting. 
kind of happy it's the winter finale. We got three weeks yeah. leading up to this one battle, and we'll see in April. I feel, okay, here's wild, off-the-cuff crazy predictions very fast. Uh, I think the Court of Owls lady is going to, because she had that conversation with Falcone in the back of the car when Falcone was like, don't want to hurt my son. She's like, look, that's out of our control. Yeah. We, can, we can't help you with that, but uh, we won't cause him any harm. There's something that she is planning, something that requires a lot of strategy. And I think we see her show her hand a little bit. And what I'm hoping we see even more of is her tipping someone in the right direction. So I think the Court of Owls, because they work in secrecy, I want to see like what buttons they're pushing. Um, so I hope we get a little bit behind that layer. I also have a feeling we're going to get the kind of cliffhanger where it's like key indoor. Next, of come course. back later. Um, which is exciting, and I think that's what Bruce will be uncovering. Whatever he uncovers from the Court of Owls, it'll be that. We won't get to see it before spring. No, that's way above us. Mm. That This will all be... I would like to see something that it implies that the Court of Owls is running everything, including yeah. the power going out into Rome and... Galavan can always come back. Like, there are a lot of... Oh, my God. There are a lot of pieces on this board, and I love it. Can't wait to talk about it. I'm really excited. It's going to be a great finale. Sadly, I'll be in Philadelphia, but I will still watch it. I'm going to miss talking about it. In the meantime, people want to talk to you about it. Where can they find you? Hey, guys. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. I want you guys to check out uh, my Twitter page right now where I'm talking about the chocolate shop, which is my new uh, after Riverdale panel I'm doing with uh, Ira, uh, who's just amazing. And if you guys do Blavity at all, you see him everywhere. He's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you're staying tuned, Magicians comes out this week. We have the season finale of Incorporated uh, right before it on Wednesday. So definitely come check or Thursday. Excuse me, Thursday. So come check that out and then stick around for a Supergirl premiere. Wonderful. Um, I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Um, the Suits premieres this week, but I will be in Philadelphia for my father's retirement. But after that, I will be in L.A. to cover all the things. Yes. And I'll tweet about it there when I'm covering things. Love it. Thank you, Gothamites, and good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.